Yo, mic check, mic check. Welcome to another episode of Boys in the Barrio. Thank y'all for everybody who heard that last episode with our good friend Steve Garcia. That was a good interview, huh, Jamal? That was. Shout out, Steve. I just listened to it today, man. So, What'd you think of it? Uh, it was pretty good. It was good to hear some insight from him, and it's pretty cool to follow someone as they're making their own trajectory through you know, his, his choice of career. Yeah, it was. It was actually pretty interesting once I heard Of course, I edited it, right? But... You know, when you're going through it, you don't remember everything. So when I was editing, um, it was pretty interesting and cool to hear his story and get more insight into exactly what goes into it, right? Like the training and all that stuff. So for those of y'all have that have not listened to it, go ahead and check it out. Make sure to subscribe. Give us that like. And like I said, like it, share it, and then subscribe. And if you... D- Look, if you don't like what you're listening to, still like it, subscribe, and share, and then DM Kirby. Hey, <laughs> Put it all on Kirby. Um, today we got a special guest with us. No, we don't have a special guest. It's us three right now. You do have a special um, guest. But, 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 <laughs> let's take it back. <laughs> he is now. Let's, wait, today. Let's, yeah, let's take it back. A few episodes back. In one of our introductions, I mentioned that Kevin had graduated college. Uh, I also said that we were looking forward to my cousin Thomas graduating college. And today, my boy Thomas is here, and he is here just finishing. He just finished his final, and he is actually a graduate now. Thomas, congratulations, right, bro. bro. I'm super proud of you. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I feel great. I feel good. You know, I talk shit all this shit about education, but when you take the final, <laughs> you take the you take the final, like man, no shit, this is different, and it it does feel different. I'm I'm glad I did it. Congratulations! How do you feel? I feel fired up, I feel like an American. <laughs> no, I feel good. I really do feel good. I feel that I've gotten this this part of my professional career out the way, and that's important to say, professional career, right? Because there's you have your choices of life and where you're gonna go. I chose to go the professional career, and for a professional career, you gotta get the education out the way. So, I'm excited to get. I'm excited to get drunk every day now. <laughs> I'm playing with man. that piping hot degree. I know, right? I'm right. playing. No, no, I'm really excited to just take a ch- uh, take take uh, relax for the next week or two, and then just get back on it. Right? I got a lot of stuff that I'm in the works in. So, congratulations, man. We're really happy for you. We've no been doubt. behind you. As your cousin, I'm super proud of you. And I look forward to your future and what you're going to be doing. I know I you have a lot of great things coming. With that being said, because today is a culminate, culminating event for me at school, it goes, I have to say thank you to a lot of people, which is Bentley, Jamal. Jamal made me at a crazy, Jamal made me when <laughs> I was crazy. Bentley, you know, my family dealt with me during, during my transition phase. And for better or worse, I was in the Marine Corps. And my mentality at that time applied to the Marine Corps, but my mentality did not help me in the civilian world. And I went to a transition phase, and it wasn't an easy transition. It's not easy to it's not easy to dedicate yourself to the military 100% and actually make a mental commitment that you've died and then transition over to the civilian sector again and try to try to assimilate with people again. And then you and then drinking habits and all and all of that. It, it's hard. It's hard, and it doesn't happen without family support. And Bailey and I have gone, we fought plenty of times, and, and I never understood what family support is. And to one point, I even questioned it. But to be able to deal with a person who's transitioning out of the military and drinks a lot and talks a lot of shit and can back it up 
and still be there for them. It, you know, it takes a, it, that's that's family support. You know, for them for to 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 be able to withstand that and, and see beyond that and say, man, I know I know my cousin and and that that's valuable and I I cherish that and I'm appreciative of Bentley and Jamal and more importantly, not more importantly, but I I really want to point out Kevin, my cousin, because. Kevin, every time I would tell him that I'm coming into town, Kevin was there on time. Yeah. Not once did I have to wait on Kevin. And yeah. I love that and I appreciate that and I've texted that to him. You know, in the past, I never I never glorified him for that, but I glorify him for that because that, that means a lot to me. That means that he went out of his way to make sure that he was on time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to that boy Kevin, man. Because that's, so, that's the first time I, I would hear your name was because was of Kevin at the time. And we were we had a company trip out somewhere. And he yeah. was like, hey, I'm going to stay back because my cousin's coming in. He's coming yes. home. You know what I mean? So he always showed that love, man. So you're right about that. That's And that was the first time I've ever gotten to hear about you was through Kevin, who was excited about always seeing you and appreciated what you were doing out there. So, yeah, definitely. And congrats, obviously. You know thank you. Saying? Thank you. Yeah. No doubt about it. And I think for me, from my perspective, I'm really proud to Sam Cousins, to you and Kevin, man. Like, both of y'all are two graduates, you know, so... I'm super proud of y'all. I'm happy. And man, when you say, I've told you this before, but when you say like your transition and how much you've changed, you put time into it and you've dedicated yourself to it. And I told you last time, hey, uh, you've changed, you know, like you, you've actually dedicated and taken, taken the time to notice your flaws, accepted your flaws, um, been open to accepting mistakes and open to seeing other perspectives rather than yours you know and man i think it, it's already showing now you know look at you you're finishing now it's just up now you know i think you needed to go through everything you went through to actually you wouldn't i don't think you would be you would cherish this moment as much as you are right now if you wouldn't have gone through your personal growth too yeah. as much as you are right now so you're 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 celebrating two things, your personal growth and your achievement of graduating. Exactly. So I think you're walking into it feeling a better man. And man, now just that degree now, dude, that just added another thing to it, you know? So I commend you and I'm super proud of you and I'm happy for you. And um, today you actually went to go visit me and Kirk at work. Oh, how'd that go? For Yeah, he went. He went by and... Uh, but I just want you to know that afterwards, I mean, I don't know how Kirk, if he does listen to this, but afterwards I went in and, I, and we talked, you know, and he was like, hey, uh, uh, Thomas is different. He That's said it. that. Yeah. He's, uh, he's a different person and in a good way. Mm-hmm. So it's funny you bring that up right now. And I was going to tell you that too, but I feel it's only fair that I bring it up right here since we're talking about you and giving you this moment because you deserve it. So just know that, man. It's noticeable. Um, Keep it up. Don't stop, though. You know, keep improving. No doubt. So, yeah. Toast to that. Toast. Jamal, you're actually uh, on a on a no-drinking journey, man. What got you to that? I'm getting old, man. Okay. You know, it's just one of those things where you drink and Bro, you wake up the next that. day and you feel beat up. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I just kind of, this is one of those things where you always kind of prove to yourself, like, yo, can I just quit for a little bit? You know, and I'm not, I'm not quitting permanently or anything but i just decided just to hold off till you know pretty much like the end of the month where i was like all right well i'll just see what i can do and, hey man and go i, I think that. me thomas have done it now it's you i guess 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's true. You, know, you guys a, have their days. It's important right. to note, though, but as, a, as, a, as friends, it's important to support because when Jamal came in here yeah. and I offered him a beer, he said, you just said no. And then he kind of took a stumble. <laughs> and I was like, why? You're like, why? Oh, you right? know why? Because I read the can. It said hard seltzer. So I was like, oh, maybe that's like uh, sparkling water. You know, like real talk. That was the only reason I stumbled. But I, just, I looked at it. I was like, wait, is that like sparkling water? And, and I took it, like, it oh, as, and okay, I took no. it as, I'm not going to peer pressure you, dog. Like, you <laughs> did. I appreciate <laughs> that, though. You're like, nah, man, don't worry about you, it. You know, as friends, you know, just we have to be supportive of that. You know, that's yeah, yeah, we got to lift each other up on that. Not, not you're a bitch. Nah, it's like, dude, I don't feel like fucking drinking. And you gotta support. And it's as a friend, you should also be compassionate enough to understand. It is challenging. Yeah. It's challenging. It's a motherfucking oh shit. Yeah. That little bubbling taste. Yeah. And I remember when I did it, cause I did one month without drinking, one month and a half. And when I was doing it, you know, I cut hair, so every time a customer brings some beer to chill and vibe. And after a while, I mentioned, hey, I'm, I'm trying to stop for a little bit. They'll be like, what? For real? <laughs> so now what they started, what they had started doing was just not bringing beer or bringing uh, mineral water. Oh, OK. You know what I mean? Go, yeah. So support, you got to have a support system there. Yeah. Um, after a while, though, you're like, dude, bring your I was like, bring your beer, man. Like, you're good now. You know, after I think it's that then for that first week and, and that first week and a half. It's the biggest, like, where you just feel, you see a person drinking a beer, and you just feel the little bubbles in your mouth. Yeah. But I like what Jamal said, because we asked him, oh, why? He goes, well, I just got to be able to stop. And, you know, and it, but that's yeah. true. You have to be able, we drink occasionally. No, no, we drink consistently, like, every day or whatever, people. One or two, consistently. Yeah, yeah. But you have to also be able to tell yourself, no. You know, Bill Burr said this on a Joe Rogan podcast. I thought it was so true. You have to become your own parent. No, 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 Thomas, don't stay out late. No, don't fucking stay up. Stay up late watching TV. Go to sleep because you yeah. have to be in the, up in the morning. Yeah. You have to, you know, with the alcohol, is the same concept. No, no, Jamal, stop drinking. Why? I just, because I'm saying stop drinking. Yeah. You're having like this internal battles. It's fucking badass. Yeah. Also being broke helped that situation too. <laughs> 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 yeah. I was like, y'all, I want to get this. I was like, nigga, I can't be buying beer right now, bro. So I bought bread and ham. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this is, but it, it's just been a mixture of a lot of things going on, too. Even uh, even a couple days, like, my wife had made, like, vegan meals and shit. And then I was like, you know what? What the hell? I'm going to try that out, too. So, you know, by day, meal. I'll eat some regular shit. But at nighttime and stuff like that, or when I get home, dinner, I, I you know, I'll you know, no meat. Nice. Yeah, so I'll just try that out too, just for the hell of it. Nice. It's not bad actually. At least a couple ones she made, I was surprised because I'm thinking like, oh, it's gonna taste like nasty. Or it's gonna taste off. Not nasty. It's gonna taste like off, right? Whenever Stale. someone tries to make like a version of something with meat in it already, but this is a meatless version. You're already looking at it like, yeah, this. this yeah, you're already looking work, at right? it like weird. But it was uh, surprisingly pretty, pretty good. It was pretty good actually. It was like a Philly cheese steak. So there was no steak in it or whatever it was some other stuff it wasn't tofu it was like something else but it tasted like uh tastes like something you find like in pot roast and cheese and stuff like that and it wasn't like cow cheese either it was vegan cheese so all of day, it vegan so how many days are you sober now uh for sure probably since at least for at least a month for sure because i was just gonna do like a one month or something like that and my one month it would have been no um, no no how many, right now how long have you not drank i honestly do not know I'm not gonna lie to you. I just know I quit. There's just some part. Yeah, probably, probably was around that time. Exactly. Just sometime. What July? Somewhere in July or whatever. Yeah. I just kind of like that was the last time I had a, something to drink. So, 
I figure I just chill for a bit, and then when August gets around, I'll be back nice, at it. Man. Probably won't be back at it crazy, but you know. He's a, and I hope to pass it on to my children and, and my siblings too. It's important to be to do that. You know, it's really important to do, that, especially during your birthday. I feel during the birthday mm -hmm. because that's when people wild out the most. And and but, I feel that once you stop like that, mm -hmm. it it you you mature. It lets it lets your brain mature. Because subconsciously, I think it helps your brain to say, oh, shit, I've been able to do that. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So now when you treat alcohol, at least in my case, I used to abuse it. So in my case, it was more, oh, hey, I was able to stop. And now, was it, now that I come back, I was able to stop and I realized how I acted for a month without, un without being under the influence. I, I realized how I communicate. And now, now that I jump back on alcohol, okay, I know how I am without it. And I don't want to lose that sight of who I am. Yeah, yeah. It gives you clarity. Yeah, yeah exactly. It and you get to see other people, the way they act when they're drinking and stuff. Because, I mean, this is going to sound bad. I, I actually have done it before. I went two years sober and decided not to have a drink at all. Oh, <laughs> at an age where you, you would think you're not supposed to drink. But anyway, so before I was 21. But anyways, like, I decided two years, like, I'm not even going to sip nothing, no, nothing, nothing, man. And I'd watch people make an ass out of themselves and I would laugh about a lot of stuff and I would go to parties and stuff and I would just drink chocolate milk because I always felt like yo if I drink chocolate milk I'm not drinking mixing beer because I'll hit the bathroom it's like immediately smart, yeah. right so that was my way of saying I know for sure I won't fall into this temptation by doing this but yeah so for uh for those two years too man I got to kind of witness that and and just see how that goes down as far as your mind being sober at a place where everybody else isn't yeah. and that was interesting you know what i mean so it, it was it's it's been done before it's just been a while since i've like done it in spurts and i don't drink heavy i'm a probably more of a social drinker nowadays i don't really like if i drink by myself it'd be like a beer or two max you know like i'm not going crazy it was uh, i'm with you guys not saying they all are my catalyst but i have to be with people who are uh, socializing right because that's that's where it's like okay cool i can relax and not even won't go crazy then but i can relax a little more and stuff like that so it's been pretty good man i feel pretty good honestly just not doing it for a bit eating vegan here and there and stuff like that and i'm not saying i'm gonna do it permanently forever but it's kind of cool hey, to man, know it's you a can start incorporate that it's stuff start, yeah. see me i like break i like breaking the pattern dog I, i've always you know what i'm saying i can i can only work within a square for so long before yeah. i'm like fuck this break the wall go through like I like can't. the one I'm really trying to, uh, I'm trying to figure it out how, because, I mean, let's face it, right? It's a tool. It's the social media, right? I I've hit a point where. If it wasn't for my haircuts and my um, and the podcast, I don't think I would want social media anymore. But it's toxic. La yeah, last time I did it, uh, me and Teresa gave it up for, I did it with her. She gave it up for for Lent, uh -huh. and I did it with her. It was like two months, I think. I don't, I don't know. Don't make me lie and say how. But man, um, for people with anxiety, which I have anxiety, um, dude, social media is anxiety up the ass. You get what I mean? You look at one picture and you're not even done processing that one. And you're already looking at another one, you know? Mm -hmm. That right there is just a trigger. You know, you're, you're constantly swiping. It's just too much at times. And yeah, just... It, it, when I did that, I felt less anxious and just. Pete Davidson said this. Clear. <laughs> Pete Davidson, the comedian, he said, it, which I found true. Why, why should Thomas, the student, have a Twitter? Was 
I'm just a student, dude. I'm not. I'm not trying to promote anything. I'm just a regular dude. <laughs> Whereas girls with big asses and their agendas to trying to like, oh God, oh in your case with a business, there's something to promote there. Like that's the so the social media is like a group of cool people trying to promote each other's bullshit. Yeah. Like other than other than that, if you're fucking working construction. You don't need a Twitter. <laughs> like, for what? Yeah. To say what? Man, it's fucking hot. <laughs> well, you went all hundred. This job is hard as hell. <laughs> yeah. Or like me fucking tracking rail cars. Man, I tracked the rail car. All right? Like, nobody gives a, I'm not going to get a thousand or two thousand. And, you know, I, I feel like because of the way we've grown up, we feel like we need these platforms. You don't need these platforms. Yeah. Yeah. They're not a part of you. They're yeah, not. Well, I remember back when we were younger. Middle school days, Thomas, Kevin, everybody had a MySpace, everything. I didn't have one. I they survived should. a good while. Like, I never yeah. had a MySpace. MySpace. Yeah, <laughs> I did for a little bit, oh. and then I took it off. <laughs> Let's slow it down. You know? You're talking that real shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> like, MySpace, I, I used to bleed on there. Bro, you had that. I just want to You set up the right, like, you were right. Is that a real one? Yeah, like, like the right music set on there too. Like, yo, I got the song that's gonna be perfect, man. My, my MySpace was corny at one point. I had one with like the background was diamonds, and then I was <laughs> it was black with diamonds, and then the song that was on there at one point was Ordinary People from John Legend. And I, I just was like, yo, this is dope. <laughs> what the so hell? whack, so whack, you know. But that's one I vividly remember. I clearly remember. That was the first time me and Thomas we went to El Paso, which we're gonna get into, man. Um, uh, Coincidentally, but yeah. we were over there and we went over. There, I think a whole summer, right, Thomas, for school. Yeah. And, like we went to go with my brother, and I don't know how he had patience with both of us because me and Thomas were, dude, bad. We like, and smart asses. <laughs> yeah, like together we were just <laughs> stupid ass jokes that only <laughs> me and him would laugh at, like. Only me and him would understand the the what we were trying to get at with those jokes, and we would just laugh. And it was that was some good times. Anyways, we're in El Paso, and I remember having MySpace, and um, that's the first time. Remember, Thomas, I had the big old fleco going. Yeah, that motherfucker had a fucking. Yeah, oh, I had the whole little haircut God. going. Did he shave everything except for that little? No, 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 not oh, like okay. Vargas, not like Vargas. Oh, like that, like like kind of like the 60s and the 40s. Oh, like the, like the pumping or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Like okay. that. It was funny, so uh, it was gay. That was middle school. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I was about to start high school. So I was like, man, I cannot go to high school like this anymore. So I was like, let me go get a haircut during the summer. Let me try to get an edge up. Let's do it here. You gonna know I mean who's gonna see me? You got your first fade? Yeah, we went well in El Paso. It's the first place I got a, a edge up. Went to Magic? I ain't know. I Shout don't know where Magic. we went. Um, but remember they told us Skin you went. Yeah, the shade, no shade or no shade. Or something oh yeah, like yeah, that. Don't, uh, a shade, yeah, the shade or no shade. Like, and we were like, fuck what the that? fuck <laughs> is that? Are you do you mean a taper? And we we're like, yeah. And then they had all these machines like with like. Remember the air? Like it they were up. actually advanced though. Yeah, they, they, were, they, were, they, were, yeah. they were. They were advanced. But hey, it was my first. My, that MySpace picture got a shitload of likes. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that either. <laughs> I what? Done. I have to have profile picture. And, uh, I think oh, Thomas took it. Man. Or um, it wasn't or, me. I don't remember or, taking that picture. Oh, I don't know. We were in the in the kitchen. Or I told my brother. Yeah. Or my niece. I forgot who to take it. Or Lee mm -hmm. to take it. 
It was like this. Hey, as soon as I switched that profile picture, but things changed <laughs> on MySpace, boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Whole my bunch man. of friend requests. You're like, who are you? I bet. That was a dick to get on MySpace, man. It was, man. It was, it was like straight crack. Especially man, when I first was got a, on there was this, there, was, there was this one dude. I don't know who the fuck it was. It was like this girl who wanted to fuck and suck your dick. What the fuck? What? In middle school at Jackson. Oh. And right at Jackson Middle School, and, and but you had to do it in front of an old guy, and that's because he had gotten in debt with that old guy. It was some bullshit ass story, <laughs> like some child <laughs> pedophile shit. The and everybody, and that's how fucked up we grew up. Though. Like that's a fucking, that's an issue. That's weird. It's so random. And, and, and it was, but like everybody in Jackson Middle School knew about that fucking bitch. What the fuck? And she would send you pictures and everything. Who knows who she was? And this only met one guy who almost went all the way through. <laughs> and, and, and I was gonna say someone had to almost <laughs> test that out. Like really? And and, and and he said he saw the car pull up. He was like a, I don't know. He said it was like some fucking car would alter it up. And they were they were ready to pick him up to go do the thing. And he said fuck that. He go he saw the car. He's like nigga, I bailed. Fuck that. <laughs> You don't remember that shit? No, it was some girl message. It was some girl, dog. Who wow. knows? It was a girl. I talked to her. You know, mate, little Curtis. I got a lot of pictures and shit. But, man, hey, I spoke to that bitch. Whoever the fuck she was. Look, if people hear this podcast from the hood, they're going to know who that bitch is. They know. It was a, it was a fucking pedophile. I think it's a pedophile. Uh, now that I'm going to know, it's a pedophile, dog. Fucking yeah, it was a trap. Yeah. It was a trap. Dog. Let's go back yeah. to El Paso, though. Anyway, yeah. right. so oh, man. the reason. <laughs> <laughs> what a good, what a good transition. Come on. <laughs> oh shit. So, gotta get ready for this upcoming transition to a topic. So, the reason we put together this podcast with these gentlemen, of course. Always good to do a podcast with them. But also because we had something crazy go on. that Something crazy that has become a norm actually happened over the weekend, which is there was another mass shooting in El Paso. And I felt this group of people would be a great group to talk about this topic with. Thomas, because Thomas was doing a lot of research, and I felt he's going to bring some knowledge into it. Jamal, your perspective, because you are from El Paso. Myself, not just because I'm the host, but because me and Thomas have that close bond with El Paso because we went over there. You know, we would go over there for summer and chill. We actually went. I think we've gone, me and Thomas, two or three times. We went once as a family, once or twice together in summers. So... Every time I hear El Paso, for me, it brings peace because it's such a peaceful place. It's relaxing. Um, It's actually next to the border for those people that don't know. It's right next to the border with Juarez, but it was always like number one for being the safest state in uh, the country, you know, and for being next to the border. I mean, damn. You know, like that's badass. But for something like this to happen to a city like that, you know, it brings different emotions to different people. And I felt that this group would be a group people, uh, a good group to 
dissect this topic and talk about it. So, yeah. So let's start off with Jamal. How did you feel about this happening in your hometown? Well, um, so I found out earlier on Saturday, I believe. I think it was Saturday, right? Okay. Yeah, so I, so it was just a random, like, you know, I have a group chat with some of my homeboys back over there. And one of the guys just randomly wrote, like, active shooting in El Paso? Like, question mark. And another one of my homeboys had texted me. I was like, hey, there's an active shooter, you know, in El Paso. So I was just like, I was like, real word? Like, really? What's what's going on? Like, I wasn't even home. I was uh, I was with my family out and about and stuff. And so uh, they were just sending me texts about it. They were telling me where it happened, you know, in Cielo Vista, which, by the way, is like the most popular mall in El Paso. At least, at least when I was living there, it was. Can you compare it to something here in Houston? Uh, I would say it's like uh, Memorial City Mall. That'd be oh, the best shit. way. Okay. So, you know, because um, we had another one on Sunlin, and Sunlin was like kind of the higher up one, which I would have called a Galleria, but it's not nearly as fancy as a Galleria. But I say Cielo in the sense of it's just packed. They got a, a mixture of different stores there. Like I said, it's been years since I went. But at least when I was there at the time, that was like the main mall to go to. And then there was Bassett Mall, which was, you know, you know, had like the dollar movie theater. That's I'm, I'm dating myself here. But anyways, so Cielo Vista, just that area in general, was just a very popular area. And when I was living there, that Walmart wasn't there at the time, at least, too. So I can't really speak on that particular store, even though one of my best friends, he'd worked at that mall and he would go to that store and pick up stuff or whatever the case may be. Anyways. So my homeboys is telling me all this stuff and really even before I really even knew what was going on, they, like they already had, I saw a picture like of the actual shooter, you know, like that, that camera footage picture of him going in Walmart with the, with the black and the, and the, what was it? AK mm-hmm. going in there with that and the gloves and the, you know, the eyewear. And then they had a picture already of, you know, his LinkedIn. I saw his LinkedIn already. I already seen his, um, at manifesto I already saw something else too it was like maybe a profile or picture or whatever so all this information I'm getting hit with and obviously I'm not even at a TV at the time so I'm still not sure what's real and what's not because I'll be real like I have a couple homeboys they share the information but they're also like a couple of them are like really strong in the conspiracy side of the game so you know we tend to butt heads a lot of that because I'm like I believe in that too but at the same time there's you There's know. still people dying. It's kind of crazy. It's erratic. Yeah. I just don't know what's real information. Yeah, be rational. Yeah. Right. So I, I don't, and I don't know what's really going on. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's tragic, man. It sucks. That, you, you just said it yourself. It's one of the safest cities, you know, in this country. You know what I'm saying? I felt safe there growing up. Oh, in El Paso, I never really felt the threat of violence in that capacity. And the rare occasions it would come up, you're kind of shocked about it. And don't get me wrong, there's still there were some parts that were probably more violent than other parts. But El Paso wasn't really, uh, especially compared to a Houston or hell, even a San Antonio. Like the violence wasn't ratcheted up. The craziest thing you'd hear about was later on with the cartel war, but that was only like spilling into El Paso. That wasn't something that was bred in El Paso. That was just like. Um, like a casualty, I guess, of that war. What so, were the, uh, what, were, what was the relation, the racial relationships like over there? I mean, it's a brown city. You know what I'm saying? Heavily Mexican city. And 
just depending on what side of town you lived on, there may be more than others. So a lot of black folks, we really got in because of the military base Fort Bliss. Correct. What would end up happening is that we'd have our parents or whoever was served, and they would get um, stationed at Fort Bliss. And then after a while, they would say, "Hey, this is a pretty nice place. Like, let's live here." No shit. You know what I'm I saying? Know. So a lot of a lot of the black population in El Paso is actually tied to the military. Like I told you, both of my parents served, you know, in, in the army. So it's, you know, and then there's like, you know, there's different types, of, you know, just like any other city, different parts of the area where, you know, this area may be where it was more of a heavily black area or this area was more of a, of a wider area. But really El Paso was like a big majority was, was the Mexican population or is the Mexican population. Just a disclaimer. I want to say uh, in the beginning, <clears throat> I was gonna say right afterwards, but I kept going. I called El Paso a state, but no, it's a city. Oh, okay. Well, but it's because just... it's so far out west. That's you know, New Mexico's right there, and yeah. then you got AZ right there. I always, I don't know. Sometimes I just think El Paso is its own thing. Sometimes. It, it almost is, man. I remember the rumor back then was they were talking about <laughs> actually somehow making it incorporated into Mexico because of how close it was. And yeah. I was tripping. I was like, man, I'm about to be Mexican. Like that's. But yeah, trippy. just that. That was just something. Uh, yeah. But I mean, Clarity. you're right. It's its own thing, man. Yeah. Anyways, it's it's sad because, like I said, it's a peaceful city. So for you see the city on the news for something this violent, you know, one of the worst uh, mass shootings in this country's history, it's it's kind of baffling. Mm-hmm. And even just talking with my homeboys out there, they just talk about, you know, the fear that some people have. Other people are numb to it. There's a lot of different emotions and and reaction to it, it's kind of fascinating on that end. I won't get. To, I mean, I don't want to. No, take we're up good. We're listening. No, we're good. Listen. There, there's there's a lot. There's a lot I could say, but honestly, I kind of wanted to get y'all's opinion too, because the one thing that obviously stands out with this shooting compared to all the other shootings is, it seems pretty clear this was racially motivated, mm-hmm. and this dude was drove out of his way from the suburbs of Dallas over and picked El Paso and picked this spot to go to to kill people who he considered was part of a, this invasion or this threat to this country so i mean i'm genuinely i want to get into that. I, I really do there's just so much right so before i get into that i want to i want to walk through this chronologically and i want to talk about video games okay right and, and the impact that video games has what is I'll, I'll start with my opinion on video games so when i was a kid I used to think when I used to hear people talk about GTA and, and Modern Warfare, I used to say, ah, "Fuck that." But I'm an adult now, and I've also been in the Marine Corps. I have that distinction. I've been in the Marine Corps, mm-hmm. and when I think about games now, I see them different. I don't think I would want my six-year-old, five-year-old, three-year-old, twelve-year-old playing Call of Duty. I don't want him playing that game, right? And, and the reason I say that is because in the military, the way the military works. And the way we train people in Vietnam to go to Vietnam was, they used to shoot at silhouettes, and we still use that. We we still shoot at silhouettes. A silhouette is is the outline of a, of a of a human's body, and that's to train the subconscious mind to be able to shoot at, the, at what's a silhouette. You shoot at it, and you train. So when you see a silhouette, you just know how, you know to shoot. And with these games, that's what that is. It's a game. It, they're they're getting desensitized, but they're also getting trained to shoot as silhouettes. And it, you know, the common argument is, 
oh, well, dude, I fucking play Madden, I play FIFA, and I'm not a fucking NFL player. No, you don't, but you know what? You understand football, and you understand FIFA, and you understand the strategy a whole lot better than you do, than you would have, you, that you would not have had you not played Madden. And I, and I can also vouch for that myself because I understood what a cover two and a cover three defense was a whole lot better because I started playing Madden. Correct. And I understand. I, I started understanding FIFA and the, the strategies because I started playing FIFA. So there is something to those video games. There's no reason why I a grenade does go off in four seconds. And it's I forgot the meters range. I forgot already. But there's no reason why kids should know not in America that a gun goes that a grenade goes off in four seconds. It it shouldn't. And it, you know we we joke in the military that it goes. Well, dude, we. The, the military, the way they do the procurement is they buy from the lowest bidder. Okay, so the grenade might not, might not last four seconds, but the kid, a kid doesn't need to know that he's a kid doesn't need to know that he's playing Call of Duty, and he's about to go into a room, and he needs to throw a grenade into that room because there's people in that room that might kill him. Mm -hmm. So he needs to throw that grenade at the third second. So he, as soon as he throws it in there, they don't get a chance to throw it back. So that means that the, it blows up. On the fourth second, and it kills whoever's in that room. He doesn't need to know all of that. It's, he, he just doesn't, man. And so that's my opinion on video games. What is y'all opinion on video games? Well, why would you bring up video? Yeah, games? Yeah, well, I, I, I guess you jumped into the video games when we were. He was asking kind of like what we thought of about the apostles. The reason that's what I said at the beginning. I said I want to walk through this chronologically. <clears throat> so it starts, in my opinion, it starts with video games. So you desensitize, you desensitize a kid. We, these kids that are 22, they're 22, 23. So these kids that play Call of Duty, they play all of this. I played Call of Duty not too long ago. And I felt the same emotions that I felt when I was a kid, which was during the military. And then what I'm thinking is these video games and this community of kids are starting to get desensitized to, to violence, the military violence. And then when they get older, they start separating into their own communities. Because at 18 and 19, you do you do separate into your own communities. To the people that you do get along with. People who listen to this podcast, I know they know who the fuck Billy is. <laughs> I know they know who the fuck Billy is. Everybody knew who Billy was and everybody knew, man, this motherfucker's kind of crazy. It was crazy white dude listening to The Rock. And everybody <laughs> used to fuck with Billy. But what I'm saying is, <clears throat> from the game to when you're 18 and you go into your own communities, these people go into 8chan, 4chan, into their own communities, and they become fucking echo chambers, and now they've been des desensitized to violence. And now when someone tells them, hey, I go fucking shoot. Yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck those fucking Mexicans that are taking over. Which, which, it's fucking hard to accept, but it's kind of right. We are kind of invading this country, and we don't give a fuck to speak the American language. That that's and that's that's true. I'm trying to be. Uh, <laughs> that's a lot. I'm saying a lot. That's, I'm saying yeah. a lot. You said a lot, so there's, there's a lot. lot. That's I try to stop. So it, I'm gonna break down the first of all the video game one, and the video game one for me is kind of short and straight to the point. I think video game does play a big influence. But just that an influence. I don't think it's a cause. And that's what I'm saying. It's a because seed. Because it, no, a it's seed. a yes, but it's a seed. But it's a seed of you had that seed. 
but you joined the military and became something good of yourself. And so you can't, you you cannot use that as something for me. Strategy, man, I, I'm glad you brought that point up. Good parenting. As no, bad yes. as I, as fucked Absol- up as I grew up, dude, fuck that. Absolutely. A good ass but that's what we've always talked. Um, we've always talked about people who are incarcerated who just that energy would have been shifted a little bit more to the other side, they would have been probably in the military. They would have been great military, military people. Yep, yes. So I feel the video game is just an influence. It's not necessarily the reason, you know? I, I feel it could have played a part, but it's also so many other things that play into it. I mean, we came out in an era when video games were, I mean, GTA, I mean, dude, literally on GTA, you could go and talk to a girl and then you took her to the car and you could like fuck in the game, supposedly. Yeah. And the car starts moving. You can literally go and shoot somebody in the face. I mean, you, you could grab a bazooka and just remember our thing was who could get the most stars. <laughs> like Blowing up cop cars behind you. Yeah, yeah like, that's the longest. Yeah. That was our thing. And I mean, at some point, we even put cheat codes just to get the five stars. Who could run the furthest? You know? Um, I don't know. Like, I, I feel that it, it's an influence. I don't think it's a, the main reason. You know? Dude, I, I think. I think it plays a part in it. But like you said, the whole planting planting the seed, I do get that. Because you could plant that seed and still, you know, hey, with good parenting and good guiding, still be like, dude, that's just a video. Come, come this way. You know, don't, don't fall for that. But if you have somebody, a kid who's just watching all of this constantly and constantly and constantly with no guidance, nobody telling them anything, you're going to sink into that mentality and go nowhere. That's all you're gonna see. I don't think you sink into it. It's just, it's just, everybody's different. So video games and social media affects everybody differently. What I'm saying is, but it does plant the seed. The seed that got planted in me was to go to the military, whereas the seed, another seed was planted to someone else, and they, they become gun aficionados. And there's a seed that gets planted to someone. They're a gun aficionado. And then when they turn 18, because you got to remember that 18 is a transitional phase. Like, you go from being this kid, and now you're 18, and everybody goes their own separate way, friendships get broken up, all of this stuff. And you go to who you relate with. And now you go to a community of people with that seed in mind. And they're this community, they only get along because all of them have the same beliefs, whatever those beliefs are. But they already have the seed of they've been desensitized. So interesting. I I kind of I wanted to hear why you said it because <coughs> excuse me. I've heard uh, I've heard some things you know and that came up with this El Paso shooting pretty quickly actually. So on one hand, you have you have a lot of valid points. You really do. There's there is some influence and not just video games. I mean this I feel like this could be a whole another podcast. This could be books. This can be shows. Yes, this yes. could be movies. Music. There used to be a lot of things that can desensitize people ultimately. And then we can get into a lot of that stuff. And and even then, for a lot of people who may have partaken in that stuff, a lot of them don't have a seed that makes them want to go and kill people or do anything like that. The reason... So, my, my issue with this one... My issue is, immediately, this came up as a topic of what the reason why he did this shooting. And I see, to my own opinion, 
I was like, oh, that's bullshit. Like, I see yeah. clearly right through this. I agree with you. Because this came up, this is coming up at a time, especially during campaigns, you know, where a, a topic like this, I always want to twist it and turn it. So their base can't go in there and say, you can't attack guns on, on a base. There's only really one side that's saying this. And I'll, really, I've only heard two people say this. And one of them is the president who's trying to blame violent video games. What I Why I find that asinine is because even if I believe... Even if this manifesto, if this is like the real deal and from from all intents and purposes, this seems like this is actually legit because that's what the FBI is looking at. He only mentions video games slightly one time, literally one time. And that's with the initial COD. And what he basically says is, you know, remember not to cowardly pick low hanging fruits, a.k.a. don't attack heavily guarded areas to fulfill your super soldier COD fantasy. That is literally the only time video games are mentioned. His main reasoning is the invasion, which, you know, I kind of want to touch on that because he brought that up too. This this invasion, quote-unquote, that's going on, as well as resources, economic resources. That is literally the two things he harps on the most through this whole damn thing. And honestly, it's, it pretty much sounds like the generic bullshit you've heard people say. They just turn it up to 11. It, 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 he's not rewriting a book here. You know, he's basically spouting off shit he's heard. And even if he's trying to spin it off and say, like, well, I didn't get influenced by this and this, there's even, which we can dig into that, too. There's other instances where he's shown he, in fact, has basically just regurgitated the same shit based on his social media. So, like I said, I won't touch that. But the thing with the video games is, yeah, that's true. There's some influence that can numb people, just like a lot of media. But it's bullshit. In this particular case with this shooter to try to go and blame violent video games when the one connection when the one tiny connection is him telling other people not to live out their cod fantasy like that is literally the only connection that he makes with video games being anywhere near responsible so i agree with you on a whole set what i disagree with is the flip side of this is clearly a ploy used to try to cover up other underlining issues you know and i really want to get to the invasion thing because that that one I, there's more to say but but i and I, I don't disagree with you and that's actually and that's why i said i wanted to walk through this chronologically right, right. i think that to walk through this guy chronologically is the games you start with a game and and then you as you progress then you walk into these communities and then in these communities you walk into echo chambers and group think and I don't disagree with you. I just hope that what I'm saying is not misunderstood. That I'm shifting this that that to 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 video games, which okay. I'm not. Okay. But I'm, so we're on the same page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Because yeah, yeah. we are. That's that. What, what I'm saying is, this is how it starts. So all of us, just millennials, started at Call of Duty almost essentially, mm-hmm. or, GTA. or GTA. I think it just runs across the board. But at, at, I think that an important shift happens at 18 when you start going to these different communities. You know, and that's kind of what that kid went into. He went to his own community of all of these guys that play Call of Duty. You got this. But, but what happened there in that community that, like, because to be honest with you, I wasn't really big on video games, to be honest with you. So, what happened in that transition right there from since we've grown up between that 16 to 18 or 19 transition? What happened there since you and I have grown up than when this kid was growing up? Before I answer that question. Sorry, sorry. I, do you, are we, do, do I communicate myself right? 
Yeah, no, mom. I got your understanding overall. Because I think I, I think I miscommunicated that initially. That no, year. and and when I was saying that, that wasn't me necessarily attacking you. I, I've heard the topic brought up, so the main thing I was attacking really was, was really, I just don't trust the source of the people who are saying why they're saying violent video games is to blame for this shooting. That's the part where I kind of look at it and I go, no, I smell bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's why I said essentially what you're saying. There's a lot of stuff, and, it, and you, same thing, especially as growing up as an adult. I play, I love video games, right? I grew up, I played them. I, I loved it. It was my passion for the longest, longest time. And I remember this being such a hot debate, even back with the Columbine shooting, with the whole thing with Doom and all that stuff, yeah. too. That was, it was a really big subject. Music was also in there because Marilyn Manson was getting in trouble. A lot of stuff was going on where people were like, blame this, blame that, blame this, blame that. And... Yeah, I can't say that there's no influence in a lot of this stuff. There, I mean, that's just false. There is some influence. It could be positive. It could be negative. There's a lot of other aspects that can affect it as far as, you know, your your mentality of even playing the damn thing or whatever whatever the case may be. So that's what I'm saying. On a level, what you're saying is right. It's just what I always – what I disagree with, like, completely is when I've, I've heard people literally try to connect, make that connection to the shooting. And I was just like – this is where you're incorrect because that's this is I literally. Don't think, well, I don't think it's a connection directly. Yeah. I think it, it's a seed. It's, it's, it's a, a seed, and and it's a maybe seed, maybe right. Like I'm, I'm sure he played video games. I don't know. We but nobody really knows how much of an influence that really that could be was true to him. He, it could be didn't play. I mean, you're I right. Be, maybe maybe you right. He didn't play even Call of Duty. Yeah, so like I, could be I mean, my ass for all no, I mean. but, but yeah, that's but that's what I'm saying. Like just from based on what we have, but that, just just based on what we have, like that's where I was like, I just. We, there's nothing that says like this is the issue and it's just funny how quick you know our uh our you know no but you i know think, the dude in the, in the white house is basically immediately threw that out but there. everything but look, so, so let's be so everything looking at it from the way it is right he only mentions in his uh manifesto yeah am i saying pronouncing that correct manifesto yeah, yeah. that's correct <clears throat> he mentions video games only once Right, yeah. I feel that all of this at the end. It after that, dude. I feel like, for example, when Trump went over there and said his little speech, all they're doing. I mean, he asked people working, pulling things out of something. Like this guy gave him. It's kind of when they tell you they told you in middle school and high school. Go go write me an essay summarizing this. Yeah, they gave. This guy gave something Trump to base his speech off of. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. It, 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 it kind of like everything's it, This written, looks like, clearly yes, as like, a ploy for him to use All, for all the, the speech writers have to really go do right. is read that and base it and what it, I'm summarizing. Yeah. All I'm doing is, you get what I mean? Summarizing this, this, this article I read, what are the hot points? Video games, it popped up. It's something he could use. Boom. Yeah. Um, of course, he did, which I was very surprised that he did. He... You know, acknowledge the white supremacy stuff. So he did. It, so, I mean, not not just that, but even just using the word terrorism. Yes, that's been forever. Avoided. People are like, yo, terrorists, and they're like. Eh, so you know, what so. I wanted to say was, <clears throat> I felt like the whole, uh, you know, the whole video game thing was on the manifesto. The guy only mentioned video games once. When Trump goes and writes a speech, it's not him writing the speech. He has people writing the speech for him. So it's kind of like in middle school and high school when they would tell you, hey, I want you to write an essay about this article. 
I feel that that's what speech writers do. They just read it. This guy gave him the blueprint to write the speech. Write it up off, off of these pages, what I'm giving you. Of course, video game was gonna be brought up because it was on there. You get what I mean? It was a hitting point, an easy hitting point. Now, I don't feel that Trump, like, went, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Trump, so I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna say the truth. I don't feel he touched on, he brought up video games, but it wasn't like he actually, like, blamed the whole thing on it, you know? I'm not gonna see, sit here and be and bash him and say everything he said was about video games. I don't think he put it on a video game. He just mentioned. He no, he on, mentioned it as a part. Yes, you know, and then, he said he said it was like he tweeted like violent video games and something else. Yes, what's like the whole? That's what he. Yeah, did. and then on the speech, you know, he did touch on uh, you know, he said the whole white supremacy. I was surprised he touched on that. Yeah, that's his people. Yes, and that was. No offense, Thomas. I'm saying not not everybody. Right? I'm just because you know it's funny. There's some people that get so mad at me when I say that. Like, oh, that's just people. Like, well, I'm not a white supremacist. I'm like, I'm just saying they're your allies. That's all I'm saying. You know, like, and but I'm not just, saying like your homies with them. I'm just saying. I think they but what the you just guy, brought up yeah. to the terrorist thing, uh, yeah. it has it had been avoided for a long time, and he brought he he mentioned so it. So I misunderstood what we we're trying to talk about here. I was trying to go back and start from the seed. Like the it, reasoning. Yeah, and how it grows. Yeah. Into no, 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 no. Well, yeah, yeah, well that's why I said, like, I what you said, I was like, it's fair. Like, I, especially as I became a, a father, I was like, I, I get that. I really do. That's why I was like, hey, what I'm saying, I was like, I'm not saying you're wrong. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot, there's a lot of validity to that. My issue is just more about disconnecting it with this particular shooting. Then maybe, and maybe so, maybe down the line, all of a sudden this can open up a whole, who knows, you know what I mean? But even then, it's it's just one of those things where that one's always going to be a highly debated topic as far as influences, right? Because I still feel, at least me personally, I think music is the most influential thing in this entire world. You know, that is that and then books. You know, I still feel like are the two things that are like the most influential things in the world. And people can take those things and they can... You know, like you listen to a song that gets you pumped so you can go work out. You know what I mean? Or you get something that's going to mail you out so you can just chill and think. Weezy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, I, and I'm and i not saying music's bad, but there's, I feel like that's a much stronger influence. And I'm not saying video games don't have that influence either. I'm just acknowledging the fact that there, there are a lot of things that are influential. It's just, I just felt like um, for people who took what you're saying and are trying to use it as, as the, exactly. Exactly. They're just pivoting away from what the real issue so is. So what is it that we're trying to talk about here about the shooter? I think that's let, let's clear that up so that we can I, kind of be I, able I really to wanted know. to ask I mean, him I about think, the... I think we led in the right direction. We yeah. we just kinda I touched on something else and we veered off. But we we're still in the same I really place. want to ask you about the uh the invasion. Because mm-hmm. that's the one that that was another one that's been on my mental. So, you know, walk me through what logic your believe. My, my logic. Okay, yeah, so your viewpoint. I think I, I've talked about this in this podcast before. So the natives were in America before. But then the Europeans came over and they won. Right? Right. And then and, and I've applied that logic out throughout. People still want to say that Texas belongs to Mexico. No, it doesn't. Texas is a part of the United States because Mexico lost. So then what I'm saying is with that in mind and then you... As an so now that the Europeans have won, the white people have won, and they're in the country. I can understand. I can understand. Remember that. I can understand. It's not that I'm pro. I can understand the logic behind a person like him and going. These people are coming into my country, 
and they're changing my community and they're changing the language that's getting spoken around me this is attack this is an attack in my country i understand that i understand that mentality but i cannot in addition to that he is these people are low income people important to note that because the person with money doesn't have the same problem and so that's my logic behind that does that does that okay does so that clear? yeah so a follow up to that is so these people are coming in it's an invasion they're changing your country your community as if you're speaking like your european descent right you're yeah. you're in the white person's view so so then what or what what's what's the like what what would be the negative about it what's the positive what's the negative what's the next step like well see this is this is what that that's a good question because this is where i get tricked up so these guys the way they view this invasion they go oh the minority or this invaders they they and this is how this is how i know they're brainwashed and they're stupid because they go these people are i think the words they're fertilizing they're they're having kids at a, at, a, at a higher rate right yeah right they're having kids at a higher rate which is true that's a fact mm-hmm. we, we fuck five kids my dad had five kids that's true, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah. and then he goes oh that's an invasion on our, on our stuff and shit like that and rather than the white guy have a shitload of more of the kids he would have to just go shit with a bunch of people and end up in jail and have no kids at all <laughs> this, you get what i'm saying so yeah, like that's yeah. where it, can, it becomes tricky so to answer your question what are the pros? I, I don't know. And that's where I kind of get lost. I understand up to that point. I don't understand the point where you start shooting people because it doesn't that doesn't make any sense to me anymore. But it makes and that's how I start tying video games into it because it doesn't make sense to me up to, to that point that you're willing to kill a bunch of people because their their fertility rate is higher than yours. But rather than have more kids that com- to combat this fucking all these people that are coming in. You're just gonna go shoot a bunch of them, and then you just don't have zero. You have zero kids, so it doesn't make sense to me. So, does that answer? Should, does that answer your question? Yeah. yeah. Does that answer? Yeah. Does okay. It, does yeah. That, yeah. It does. It did. Well, to kind of to back to what you were saying, and I think this is a great conversation. I think it goes back to just like there's love, there's hate. You know, um, just like you were willing to go die for your country. Mm-hmm. And you you were, I could ask you the same question. Dude, what motivated you to want to go die? I would always be like, dude, why do you want to go to war? Why? Somebody gets in your ear about something and starts influencing you and telling you all of these things at that age. Well, we're talking that crucial time that you just age, brought up. Crucial age. Because you were able, let's be honest. I don't know if you would be able to be influenced right now with an education, a degree, everything you have right now by the military compared to when you were young at Absolutely not. no i i don't i i and you to give me the answer would you be able to be influenced or no absolutely not and to add to that just to emphasize and, and, and solidify what you're saying is a lot of rich kids don't go to the military so the military is targeted towards my not minorities i gotta be careful when i say that not minorities lower income neighborhoods okay touche but what I'm trying to get out of here is just like there's positivity into that energy, positivity into, hey, uh, what do I do? With my, I'm going to go to the military. Blah, blah, blah. I also think there's that for evil, you know, like negative energy, which is, dude, there's so many stuff. I mean, and right now what's out there is this white supremacy stuff. 
that's the everything everybody sees that but just like there's white supremacy there's other negative energies out there you get what i mean like that's not that's this is just one that has just shown itself because of what's happening but i think there's influences like that everywhere you know can i correct it? i don't think it's just showing itself it's actually been showing itself and to jamal's point where Donald i Trump mean like the up, spotlight right now because it's on the news and everything dt you know? has brought up uh video games to pivot and before it was mental health to pivot no it's not mental health it's not a gun issue it's a white radical issue it's a white supremacist issue you talk about you know when i went into the military someone whispered in my ear yeah you're right you're absolutely right these change these discussion jamal do you know what i'm talking about Chan? yeah I was, yeah i, I do. went into H- I, know, I, I know about i H-Chan. wanted to yeah. see because i want I, you know me i went to a donald really? trump rally i i don't i didn't vote for donald trump but you know i understand his views and as a single person in america it benefits me to do- vote and i Republican. and i and i just want to say this because <clears throat> i feel like last episode um when we, when you mentioned that you went to a trump rally we kind of I felt we kind of bashed you. you I thought we I mean? laughed because it was just yeah, funny. Yeah, I think we laughed. I think some of us were like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, yeah. what? But I, I must say, dude, I, I have to commend you for wanting to stay informed. You get what I mean? Yeah. Whether you go for Trump or not, I think you're, you make that decision on your own. Exactly. But I feel yeah, my you, bad. I wasn't trying to say earlier that. But I feel like, you play, dude, like you play the, the field off of facts, right? Yeah, I, don't get, facts. I, I don't I don't. Yeah. yeah. But I feel that in that episode, we kind of. We should, you know, we should have respected the facts, the fact that you were just trying to find your facts. You know what I mean? You're not, we shouldn't judge you for just going to do that. No, like, you're just trying to find your facts. What is this? What are you, you know, and you're that type of person. And that has to be appreciated, you know? So I really have to just derail myself right there and, and say that because I think that's an important thing because... For a first listener that's just listening to this, like, do what? He went to a rally? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, but no, I think it's important to point that out because... Um, I think everybody should do that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like... Yeah, like being media, informed the media is, is important. Is being informed you is important. Making a decision, not yeah. the media making yeah. a decision for yes. you. It's important you to be informed. Yes. You fair. go find out. That's you go find fair. out. Get your information. Yeah. Yeah. You go yeah. get the information. Go to the Donald Trump. Go understand what a Donald Trump rally looks like. It's white people protesting against... Uh, minorities buying merchandise from black people. <laughs> go, I saw, I saw that niggas out there with the bootleg shirts. <laughs> go find Trump out shirts. what the fuck that is, so you can realize what the God, fuck you're getting bless fed. America. Go find uh, when you understand that, you understand the game. Go find that. Uh, go go to eight chan to realize how it's it's already shut down. But go to the discussion board to find out how real this shit is. This shit is fucking real. Yeah. I I have never in my life. I I I want to read about Hitler now. I want to find out. I should have read about Hitler. the mind. What's it called? Mind Kampf or something like that. that, Hitler, that has, Hitler has a biography. I want to yeah. find out. You know, it just brings questions, dog. Go to the discussion boards and find out why these guys. You gotta understand their motive. Understand why. That's the biggest thing. Go find. Go. Go to where it makes you uncomfortable. You know why I can thrive where I'm uncomfortable? Because I can fuck some motherfuckers up. Go where it makes you uncomfortable. Go to where you get caught a spick. A fucking... I'm not going to sit. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm nah, not. I but know, go to where you... Go. Go there. And and then just read it. And just, oh, 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 these people exist in America. Oh, this shit's real. You know what I'm saying? Understand that, dog. Yeah, Understand yeah. that. But just... 
Yeah, just understand. I'm not gonna go to. The, but understand. See, see, see that there's people in America that communicate like that, and then understand the world. See, people are naive, man, and that's why when a person like me speaks, it's kind of like oh, it, at times because I speak so fast and I have so much information, you kind of brush me off. But there's a lot of information. How do some of these people on the discussion boards are American? How do we know some of these people in a, on these discussion boards are not American? What <laughs> if they get an influence from the KGB in Russia? What if they get an influence from Chinese speakers? They're trying to fucking rot this country from the Free inside, inside out. out. Yeah, well, you and I were talking about that. So yeah. this is a lot of shit, and these motherfuckers don't know that. It's, it, you, then you get into celibates. They don't incelibates. They're involuntary celibates. They don't know how to fucking talk to a girl. They don't know how to get fucking rejected. You get all these people. It's just a... F- Fucking, this is what I. This is how I express myself, and I don't know how the words to say. So hold on, let me take a pause. Just pass on the mic, Jamal. Right, you got right, no, 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 no. I don't want to pass it on because I want. This is what I do when I I shrink in words, and I want to get better at that. This is what happens when a lot of people are naive to the facts. We have Chinese governments, we have Russian governments trying to fuck the country from the inside out, but in addition to that. They're taking advantage of our racial division in this country. And I would, you touched on something that I had been saving for a while. Right now, no country needs to, to be honest with you, no country needs to go to war with us. At all. Mm. Why? Why go to war with the It's not necessary. Do exactly what you're saying. Our, we are tearing ourselves up apart by ourselves. And right it's not now. an accident. And no, and you, yeah, you're probably right. I, I, I'm not gonna go deep in because I haven't even thought about it that deep. That's a classic FBI tactic, by the but way. They used to do that with groups. They would they would whether infiltrate from the inside. Yeah, yeah. Panthers. But, yeah, Panthers. Yeah, Black but Panthers, whether, Bloods, and Crips in the beginning. They weren't yeah. even a gang. They were a peaceful group, and they anti fascist information like but that. But I ha- like I said. Whether it's planned or not, it's not necessary. Why would, from a tactical standpoint, why? Right now, like you said, we're tearing ourselves apart from the inside out amongst each other. The Black Lives Matter movement, that a lot of that was started through Facebook, where the Russians would make counter Black Matter movement posts that they were going to go protest. And that's what would, would rile up Black Matter. And that's how you ended up with all this movement. Which is, and then the white people, the white anti-racist confederates would follow. And then Black Matter, and it's just a fucking mess. It's just, and that's what I'm saying about the discussion board. I think we got lost. Did we lose? Yeah, we're we're on invasion, but no, but a lot of that is is tied into. into, There's a a lot tied. Circle of shit. There's a a lot to unpack, and obviously we're not trying to sit out on the fact that Dayton, Ohio, um, all the issues with Dayton, Ohio, Uh, that that the shooting came up after El Paso did a few hours. You know, I think it was like so many hours later. Yeah, that's it. We're 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 not going. We haven't even finished digesting. Yeah, there's still a lot to that, and that one's even. That one's even more mysterious. But so. can I? Can, can, just, sorry, but I don't. I don't want. No, I don't want to get off on that yet. I'll just mention that. Just. I just want to say so like this is this is all the stuff that matters going into the shooting. That's yes. all all these all these stuff that people don't think about on social media. Like no, these are all facts that matter. You got the KGB. You got the Chinese. You got 
You got incelibate people. You got people who been growing up on video games. You got people that go into discussion boards where it's a group thing, where it's echo chambers, and they don't. And then people you got that people, feel like they're getting attacked. That people that feel like fucking the the the, the fucking. Yeah, the Mexicans are coming into this country. The Central Americans are coming into And you got the media who's, oh, these Central Americans are invading our country. Keywords, invading our nah. country. Which is, the, which is so dangerous, by the way. All of this ties into this huge shit of one guy who's probably never fucking fucked a girl in his life. Probably and masturbated he, quite a bit, though. And, and fuck yeah. And, it, it then, and, then, and then, then you talk about fucking porn, right? Then you get into porn. He's jacked off to. Sh- Let's say he what he did jack off to shit little porn. Now you got a fucking, uh, not a Jeffrey Dahmer. What's this guy's name? God damn, the the, the curly hair guy, uh, Teddy Bundy. Now you oh got a, yeah, Teddy Bundy. Okay, you got yeah. a Teddy Bundy mentality where Teddy Bundy said right before he got executed, dude, porn infra- uh porn. Got got in. Ah, I forgot the word, but he says a specific word. He goes. It's porn. Porn led up to all this shit. Like I started watching porn, and a sudden normal porn wasn't enough. Then it was that was then there was BDSM. Then it was this. You, you get it's like a fucking. It's a lot of stuff that goes into a shooter, and that motherfucker looks ugly. <laughs> oh, he's stupid. He like, looks like a bootleg McLovin. He looks like yeah. the RC Cola of McLovin. He's, yeah, think, he's think, a funny part. He's a funny part in A Chan. You know what the fuck they, they were doing in A Chan? They were saying, "Hey man, let's throw less in A Chan." In, in the political board, they were saying, hey, man, let's throw a picture of McLovin so we can confuse the fuck out of the media. <laughs> and there was just a bunch of fucking people. Hell yeah, throw, fuck yeah, throw it out there, throw it out there. Yeah. And they did, and they threw it out there. And then some other guys like, yeah, man, fuck. Uh, MSNBC, I think, got trolled by one of those guys. Yeah. And, and it's just... Do you understand the mentality? Because they show the mugshot, and all of a sudden, I remember people were like, wait, the mugshot don't even look like the... This McGlo- it's just all this, dude. This, this is crazy, dog. This is, this is, this. I'm glad I've been, I'm able to communicate this, and I'm getting excited and elated, and that's why I'm starting to yeah. stutter. But I want to communicate. I, yeah, this. and I think you touched on a lot of good points. I think um, you, you said something that there goes a lot that goes into a shooter to do this. I agree with that, but also disagree with it because, well, yeah. I do agree with it because it does take fucking a shitload and a different mentality to do that. But also, I think it's influenced by what is up in the air right now. Let's be honest. The last three years, four years, this country has gone through. I think everybody walks looking at the person next to each other. What is that person thinking? What is in a person's mind? Is he going to flip off? What is he going to say? Is that person racist? Hate is in the air right now. And that is where we can... Who has put out that hate the most right now? And that is why I have to say Trump has put out a lot of hate in the air. And if you put out hate, this kind of hate, you're going to get it. You're going to get hate back. You get what I mean? Um... And this kind of hate, which was, it has clearly pointed to racism. So there's no other, you know, to uh, for us to navigate anywhere else to navigate other waters. It's just this racism because it was strictly pointed at Mex- a Mexican community or a Latino community, and uh, it was just directed to hit those. You know, I feel that when you put that much out there. 
he had never ever put out or said anything against the white supremacy. Never. Until right now. It's a white motherfucker. And that right there tells me that it at the end of the day, you and I have talked about this a lot of times. It's politics. How do you stay in office? If that part if that group of people is what making you win, of course you're gonna He's probably gonna try and not say nothing. You know? I spoke, I spoke to this one guy when I was working night shift. I spoke to him. I, the same people that voted Obama in, same people, minorities, blacks. And look, look at how I'm gonna say this, and then look at how people are gonna react, and then look at how I'm saying Less educated are the same white people, less educated, that voted for Trump. Obama said the formula. My president is black. My rims are true. And you got the white people, dog, trying to fucking vote their, no. their guy in. They're trying to vote their guy in now. No, but that's why when it comes to that, like, that that's a fair, that's a fair, like a fair game right yeah. there. But I don't think ever Obama ever went in office and said anything about putting out hate out there. Because Obama had gained, but he yes, did, but the thing that but what, he pandered to the minority community by playing basketball games. To, Donald yes, Trump yes. is not doing anything. Sorry. Yes, but the problem Donald Trump is not doing anything different than Obama did, dude. It's all pandering to your community. Yes, but what I'm trying to, okay, yeah. Well, he says I, the difference is one community is built on trying to build themselves up, and the other one is already the, up without pushing the other people down. The other one is people who are in power that feel they've been violated and they want to bring back the status quo. And even and someone our- someone once said that uh, Trump is the first white president, which was kind of interesting. I was like, what are you talking about? It's like a shitload of white presidents. But you're saying this is the first time, this is the first president to follow after we had a brother in office for eight years. And, uh, you know, and he's like white president as in. He really talks up his constituents. There's that certain, you, you named it, there's a certain crowd of people, let's be frank, that he, he has pandered to. So maybe Trump hasn't come out dropping M-bombs and saying all this crazy shit, but he clearly panders to this stuff. And, clearly. Because even, did, what was the last speech? Obama, what was the last, but the difference is the pandering of what he's doing is, is it, it does come out, it comes out from hate. That's the difference. The difference oh, but, is, but, no, like, no, no, no. think about it. Even at the, well, well, what was, well, well think about confused. it. But think about the rally. Well, think about the rally that they had with, with the ladies they call it uh, the squad. And there's people that are saying, send her back. Which, by the way, he had brought up, too. And then people started chanting, send her back, send her back. Now, I wrong? watch a lot of wrestling. That's not wrong. That's not wrong. No, 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 no. Here's, it, here's the problem. Yes, it, dude, it's clear. Bro, that's, like, classic racist. Like, if you don't like it, go back where you came from. Exactly. Like, that is. That, that's true. That's. That's racist. Like that is literally racist because then all of a sudden now you're saying, "Oh well, you're not American, anyways." So why? Because you, bro. Like if I was white and I and you were telling me something I didn't agree with, you, I'm like, "Why don't you just go back to your own country?" And you're gonna sit here and tell me, "Who the fuck are you? I was born here. What the hell are you talking about? Mm-hmm. I'm an American. I'm more. I'm as American as you are. You know that's that's where that came from. So I watch a lot of wrestling. Obama, Obama deported more people than Donald Trump had. I think it just. Trump I'm not. Trump. I'm, I'm not saying. I'm not saying his hands used. No, no. Here's the thing. I'm not saying. I'm not saying his hands are clean. But I think you're jumping. No, but what I'm saying, I think you're jumping to the president's. No, 
I'm I, I now, hate. Now, I, now, we cut Jamal. I know because I'm trying to say yeah, like I watch a lot of wrestling, bro. You ever watch The Rock when he does his promo? He's like, finally, he turns away from the mic. Like, hold on, they're chanting my name. You know what I mean? He's pandering because he knows those people are gonna. He has a control over him, right? So even with Trump over here, and by the way, he was in WWE. He actually was yeah part Metroid of WrestleMania, him, right? You know whatever. what I mean? But he, what do you do? Because you know what? The one thing I'll I, I'll crap on that man to death. But he does have a way with words to to a specific group of people, and he can pull out passion out of them. No, I can't take that away. So so when they even when they're like, he is yes. he really is. So even with the sender back, what do you do? He just back away from the mic and look from the side, right? Like that's wrestling that's that. heel <laughs> promo one on one. You know what I'm saying? So even with that little silliness or whatever, the thing is, he has pandered a lot to it. Even using even the certain words. So you said certain media outlets have used the words invasion. Invasion is a, is a hostile takeover. Am, am I correct? Like, is yeah. there such thing as a peaceful invasion? It's not an invasion where, like, if I came into your house, hey, come on over. That's not an invasion. That's, that's an invite. I'm coming over to the crib. Even if I come by and I swing, swing all of a sudden. Now, if I break into your crib, that's an invasion, right? If I come in to cause you some type of harm or to take something from, to do some type of damage, that's invasion. So when you use those words, you're basically saying these people are coming over here to hurt us. They're, and whatever frame of mind or whatever your definition of what hurt is, they're saying, hey, these people are a threat because they're invading. They're not. This dude even said, like, whether you're illegal or a legal immigrant, he said it doesn't matter because you're you're part of the invasion. That's where at the end of the day, he makes it sound like he's, he's like he's making a bigger point or he's a, a damn uh, martyr. But the reality is he's just another racist asshole who's trying to cloak his reasoning behind something that sounds intelligent. I don't think that Jamar, I don't think but that, it's not. I don't think the United States will ever be anybody's land. I, I, I just don't, I, I don't see it, dude. We got, we, I, I think that the next, not, not this next president, I think there's going to be a time when we're going to, we vote for an Hispanic president. But, with everything you just said, dog, to tie it, tie it back, because I kind of went weird off. Yeah, I know. He went back. Oh, but real quick, too. My homeboy sent me this yesterday. He said that, uh, he told me that a man, I don't know if you heard about it, a guy coming from Houston, um, and he went to El Paso with a concealed carry gun and a license, and he went to a Mexican restaurant, and he stood outside, and he was just wearing, like, his shooting glasses and had his gun on him, and the back of the truck, he had the Trumpinator, some dumb picture with Trump dressed up like Rambo, you know, as a photo whatever you know and he was there really to just to intimidate people right and to, to screw with people in that way now i'm i'm not i'm not trying to get sucked into the whole like hey this is gonna spill out and i'm not even trying to talk crazy in the sense of saying everything racially has been happening is trump's fault a lot of stuff has been simmering there already and he just kind of like is he is stirring the pot like i think i think I, I can feel confident people. to say that, but I'm not going to say he's, I'm not going to give him the, the credit to say like he's the cause of everything bad that's happening, all right? Nobody has that kind of fucking power. He's the, he's the igniter. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like people like this, like this asshole are being emboldened by yeah, the yeah, things that right. Trump is saying. Absolutely, absolutely. He's being emboldened. So even if he's felt the way he's always felt, Trump is finally, I mean, let's be real, like Trump is finally um, giving talking him back to up. like those straight white male religious person who is tired of feeling like he always has to 
you know, be second to women? Why are women would be second to other minorities, be second to other religions? Like people who feel like they are being oppressed, which in some weird, sick way, if you feel like your culture is being taken away, kind of what you were saying about this, guys. Yeah, I think everyone can relate to that. I think it's just, I think the other, the flip of it is just that it's kind of funny to hear the people who've been colonizing this country out the ass crying about potentially being colonized. I think that's the irony. The, the irony, the irony of it. So that's the part where we will tend to take that less serious because you're like, oh, you're like, nigga, please, how are you going to talk all this stuff after what you did with Native Americans, what you did with Mexico, which with, with Mexicans, which obviously was a bigger part of it as well. So it's just, it, it's just one of those things, man. It's just kind of like, it is, it's a hard discussion to say. It's hard to talk with people serious because there's a lot of emotion to it. You know, Jamal, that would you say is badass to me because they haven't met like some real niggas and that the privilege of being a Latino and Hispanic is that we, I could use that word interchangeably. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so like they have it, dog. Like, those dudes, they haven't met a real motherfucker that stuff. So like, what's up, dog? Like, you fucking, you fucking up, bro. You know what I'm saying? And in and, and addition to that, now that I'm on this side of the world, uh, like where I, I've, I've transitioned out, I'm excited. You know, it is something that I still play with in the back of my mind. And one of my biggest uh, uh, heroes is Malcolm X. And I would love to see that for the Hispanic community. All right, now y'all fucking with us, dog. Yeah. Now, now, now let's line up a bunch of fucking Latinos with fucking guns. I hope so, because that's another thing I wanted to ask and you guys. that's some shit that... You know, uh, no, 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 no. Because I, 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 I wanted to throw it back to you, actually. That was one thing I really wanted to ask you guys. You know, this was, like I said, this was an attack that was targeted you yes. know, against people. You're not Mexican. But is people that look like you, and, re- and to a lot of other people, they'll just be like, "Oh well, you are Mexican, right?" Mm-hmm. Like, but I've people been that are Mexican so much, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But pe- like this attack was targeted against people that look like you. I mean, so when you guys got the news yourself, like, what was your reaction to it? Because I, I feel like, at least from my opinion, maybe I can claim ignorance on it. This is obviously one of the. This is one of the biggest. Sh- mass shootings in american history i think it's it, someone ranked it number eight just from the, the amount of uh, of lives that were taken away unfortunately and hell just from the past like the like the top 10 shootings f- like five of them have been within the f- past five years by the way which is just mind-blowing right but but i wanted to ask you guys like just walk me through what you're feeling because at least from a from my perspective of being black and seeing something like this and they're like oh they're targeted because their skin color it's kind of like there's a part of me that was like, yeah, well, I, I mean, I know how y'all feel, you know, because we, this has happened to us, too. Like this, this type of violence has happened, happened to us for a long time. And I'm sure it's happened to to the, the Latinx community. I'm very sure it's happened, but maybe just not on the grand scale in this country, modern times this way. So just walk me through. To answer that. your question. Or the North Carolina, the, the North, uh, South Carolina, North Carolina shooting. It's at the church. Uh, I believe South Carolina. I believe Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte. But that yeah, one sticks out to me. That sticks out to me because I went there. I went to North Carolina with my friends, so it's close. But it sticks out to me because I remember that shooting, and I said, "Man, that's fucked up." That's yeah. what I said. That's uh, fucked up. D- Dylan Roof, dude. Yeah, Dylan Roof. Yeah. Fuck, fuck that faggot. That's that's what I said. Man, that's fucked up. But you know why I say that's fucked up, Bob? Because the 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 black community. I know how they are. Like, oh, come here, boy. Come here. <laughs> Especially at church, man. Come on, son. I've got a white boy. Come on. <laughs> and uh, so I can relate that to my community. 
so at the time when I when I when the Dylan Roof thing happened, I was like, man, that's fucked up. That's fucked. That's why I said, I said, man, that's fucked up. But when this El Paso thing happened, I read the manifesto. I said, I felt attacked. I said, oh shit. And I called my brother. We all talked to my brother. You know that El Paso thing happened, and my brother and I, we were at a, we were at this shooting. We were actually at a fucking gun show. And after that, oh shit, shit happened. And my brother was gonna go to, a, he was gonna go to the mall that night, but he didn't. And he started carrying his gun. And I went to go see him, I think the next day. And he goes, he started having his gun on him. He's like, fuck that, you're not gonna catch me slipping. And that's what I said too, you're not gonna catch me slipping. Like, we're not, like, we got our shit. And, and so to, to answer your question, I felt attacked. Like, oh, okay, motherfuckers. And then I realized we don't have a community of, of a fucking Malcolm X, dog. I've been saying that. We don't right? have that. I've been now, saying that. Now for, it's like, fucking, man, fuck that, dog. Like, you're coming after us, dog. Now, now we, we don't. We don't do much. Now it's our turn. Okay, no, no, no. I want y'all motherfuckers to know that we got weapons too. A lot more fucking weapons, dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got more. guns on guns on guns. You like, know? Like, but no, I know what you mean. You're saying, hey, man, like, you strike us, it's time for us to strike that, back. You think the Aztecs, the, the whole culture of Mexico, I like to say this a lot, man. You think the Aztecs, the whole culture of Mexico is an accent? It's not. They fought for what the fuck they had. In the central. Then I'm, I'm, gonna t- I'm gonna be biased. El Salvador, you think El Salvador is that small ass country for a reason? That's some bad motherfuckers in that country. You got all these gangs and shit. I don't take pride in that. I wish they would turn the, the, their violence different. And some bad motherfuckers in El Salvador. And that are legal too. Like, we're, some, we're legal. You know what I'm saying? Like, the whole, the whole Central American country is some bad motherfuckers. And so what I'm saying is, all Latins are bad motherfuckers. And I. Okay, now you're coming after us. Like, like, we don't back the fuck down. We, I've never known to an Hispanic to back the fuck down. Like, we got weak ones and shit, but we don't back the fuck down. We're gonna take this shit front, uh, uh, front and forward. And I mean, I, I've been having aspirations to become that leader, and I, don't, I don't know if I was that leader, but I sometimes feel like I am that leader, like because we don't have mm. that leader. Like you, know you know wanna, mm. like you wanna step into it. So even if you don't become it maybe you influence the person behind you mm, maybe exactly. you, you can do a catalyst but, nah, 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 but, but we're gonna step i dream about the day that the hispanic community is gonna step front and forward like they did for malcolm x mm, okay man, you talked to so i got the goosebumps thinking because exactly what you said i've wondered in my mind what if i'm the leader where what our community is waiting for we speak both languages. Weapons, weapons, yeah, weapons. We speak both languages. We we understand both sides, you know. Um, I think we would play both, you know, understanding with facts. But at the same time, you have to understand this, you know. I can't, I'm not big on weapons, so I wouldn't be able to be like, man, I'm going to stand for weapons, you know. But that's badass, dude, that you feel that. I'm on, I'm on the, you know, before I, I, I didn't feel I felt it, but I didn't want to do it because my background. Now I do feel it though, dog. Like I feel like I'm on this side, and there's there's people. Whenever Donald Trump was announcing his pro, uh, deportations, people went to the Guadalupe thing. A bunch of Hispanics went to go protest. I took my dad. Okay, now we're first generation in this country. We can influence that. And guess what? We legal motherfucker. And you know what? Let's invite a bunch of people to Guadalupe River. Guadalupe. Part with a bunch of CHLs, and you know in America, in, in at least in Texas, you carry your fucking rifle. Let's invite. Let, okay, motherfuckers, y'all want us? Y'all want us? 
come over. Yeah. Because I know a bunch of Mexicans and it's Salvadorians and a bunch of fucking yeah, people. Yeah. They're going to show up with weapons. And y'all want us? Let's find out. Yeah. And we're going to find out. We get, you are going to find out. Yeah. And I, dude's I, like, this he even said. But no, 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 no. It's, it's dope because this dude even mentioned, like, hey, you go to low threat security, right? I mean, think about it. It's such a punk ass move for him to go somewhere where they feel like they're going to be able to outgun everyone around them so but yeah they're never gonna have the balls to show up to something like that because i'm like oh okay let's test your commitment let's see if you're really about that life I, you want to take us like we're we're right here let's see you actually try it now Malcolm makes philosophy yeah, yeah, yeah. so so i'm let's gonna tell you so, so i'm gonna tell you and something my, my biggest thing is uh, let's find out yeah that's my biggest thing. let's find let's out te- let's really test you so i'm gonna t- so i'm passionate there's I'm there's there's, like there's i'm fucking passionate there's nah, a man, few no, things dope, that dude. um what there's just so much with this man that it's like um it's a lot it's a lot for me to digest and talk about 